Hey, hey, another edition of Coach Speak. Great to be with you as always. I'm Jeff. There's Corey. There's Ira. Director Ben doing his thing as well. This will be fun. I know we're going to have to, guys, lead with Coach Speak. Don't forget about our wonderful sponsor. I mean, lead with Dabo on Coach Speak is what I should say. Uh, ArtesiaWater.com. Drinking some right now, right here to my right, just off camera. Delicious, cold, consistent, local, all the good things. We'll tell you more about it as the show goes on. And we'll do so, Corey, when I choose to do so. <laughs> okay, I can't wait. That's how that's, that's going to work. <laughs> okay, Arte Artesiawater.com. All right, Ben, let's get right to it. We don't want to keep you waiting. Let's get to Dabo Sweeney going off on fans, which is now a weekly occurrence. But this time he got questioned a little bit and responded in a way that I would like to say, I know this is three or four days old. I intentionally have not listened to any of this. Obviously, I know what happened because I'm not living in Iraq, but I have not listened uh, to Tyler and I have not listened to Dabo. So I'm hearing all this for the first time. Oh, this so is we, we may have uh, three different viewpoints because you haven't listened at all. I've listened to parts of it. I Man, I couldn't listen to all three minutes of Tyler and all five minutes of Dabo. I saw some quotes. I listened to a couple snippets on Twitter, and it sounds like Jeff may have seen the whole thing. So. I've seen the whole thing. I saw the follow-up. I saw him double down again <laughs> later in the week. I know everything that the man had to say. All right, so we're informed. Let's go, Ben. Yeah, I will say that we cut out a little bit of Tyler's question. Good. I can't believe they let him ramble for so long. Uh, <laughs> but we did cut out a little bit of his question. So this is just the tail end. You can go back and find the full question if you want to yeah. on YouTube. And uh, I can so summarize it for you here in a second if I have to. And I, I would say, too, that you guys are probably going to want to pause throughout this, so just let me know. I'll be on standby. <laughs> I got you. I got you. Fire it up. Why are we paying you $11.5 million to go 4-4? Four and four? And it's not just this year. It's been, it's been, you know, just the refusal to accept. All right, all right. What's this guy's name? Tyler. Hey, Tyler. I've, I've listened this to Tyler. enough of you, Tyler. Listen, uh, you, can, you can have all your opinions that you want. All right, I don't know how old you are. Don't really care. All right, but let me tell you something. Uh, we won 11 games last year, and you're part of the problem, to be honest with you, because that is part of the problem. It's people like you that do that. All you do is ex the appreciation, the expectation is greater than the appreciation, and that's the problem. And so, you know, we've won 12 10 plus win year seasons in a row. That's happened three times in 150 years. So if you want to know why, Clemson ain't sniff a national championship for 35 years. We've won two in seven years. And there's only two other teams that can say that, Georgia and Alabama. Okay? Well, wait, Is hold this on. a bad year? Hold on. Florida State won 10 games for 14 straight years. And, and, and certainly sniffed some national championships. I, the, the, I, for him to say, I mean, the, right off the bat to say Clemson had sniffed a national championship until I came along, man, that's not – Dude, he well, never, he can't hear himself. Yeah. Like, it should be so obvious. You know how sometimes you're trying to make a point and it comes out wrong and you hear yourself and you realize, like, oh, that's not going to play. I screwed that up. That's not what I meant to say. And you, but you're self aware. So you stop because you realize you're offending the person you're talking to or that you're about to, or it's your wife and you're like, ah, that's going to come across. That's not what I meant. This dude has none of that. He can't do it. <laughs> He just got done telling Tyler and every other Clemson fan in the first 30 seconds of his answer, you're lucky to have me. I am Jesus up in here. <laughs> if I didn't come along, you'd be wandering in the effing desert like the losers you were before you hired me. 
That's what he just said. Yes. yes. Well, he's, he's not wrong. Anyway, go ahead. Here is this a yeah, and it's my responsibility. Take one hundred percent responsibility for it. But all this bull crap you're thinking, all these narratives you read. Listen, man, you can have your opinion all you want, and you can apply for the job, and good luck to you. All right. But to answer your question, all right, we're second in draft picks. We've graduated 98% of our guys. We're second in wins. All right, we, we, if you, you want to know why, again, I'm telling you, we're not perfect. There's a lot of teams that, you know, Frank Howard never had a bad year. Coach Ford never had a bad year. Nobody's, Coach K has never had a bad year in basketball. People have a bad year. But the part of the problem is the appreciation I used to tell people all the time, they'd say, what's the difference in Clemson? Let me tell you, at, Cle at some places there's an expectation, but at Clemson there's an appreciation. And what's happened at Clemson is, is we've won so much that even when we – it used to be the funds in the winning. Now even when you win, people like you complain and criticize the coaches and question everything. You, you, people like you. All right, when I hired Tony Elliott to be the offensive coordinator who never called a play in his life, I'm sure you were critical then. Can we pause real quick, Ben? Right, and he took us to two. All right, two things. Number one, good work, Ben. That picture of Dabo is, I mean, yeah. you you are hammering the point home, buddy. Ben made sure that we we felt the disgust from Dabo Sweeney. That's what he, that, he's expressing what he feels about the fan base in that picture. Um, the other thing is he... The, this whole thing with where he talks about, um, you know, the, the expectation and the appreciation. Yeah, man, it changes. That's how life is. I I expect Gene to pay me more now than he did when Warchant was not as successful. I mean, like you're, you're getting paid more now, Dabo, cause you won those games. Everything changes. How, how is he incredulous that he's being held responsible and being criticized while making $11.5 million a year. There is nobody, the head of any company, any corporation, any of these massive CEO salaries that we see, it all comes with the responsibility of performing at an elite level. And the second you don't, and profits are down, and other people are asking questions as to why, you're the one they're going to go to because you're the highest paid employee in the state. What the hell are you talking about? I That's think how again, it works. But again, we talked about this on headlines a little bit. I, I don't think any of us are taking the side of Tyler. That is an idiotic question. Of course, but Corey, this is a call-in show, and well, people no, I who got call you, into but, talk radio shows are idiotic. But that's. But my point is, is. His mistake is is talking to Tyler as if he represents the entire fan base. But he's that's doing that. He that feels. But that's intentional. He was waiting for this moment. I don't believe some people feel like Tyler was a plant. I, do. I don't think he was a plant. I think he well, Jeff thinks he was. I don't think he was. I think he knew there would be a Tyler. Somebody like Tyler was going to call, and he had all his facts lined up. He wanted – you can yeah. hear the disdain in his voice, man. Yeah. Like, he wanted to get this off his chest. Well, but, I mean, it also is human nature. You guys can say this comes with the territory, and it does. But at the same time, he did make them relevant. He did win all those titles. And then he has some punk telling him, why is he making so much money to go four and four? And he wants to be like, yeah, man, we won 11 games last year. Why? I'm not allowed to why? have a bad year. It's like, Krzyzewski like, uh, wouldn't handle it well either. Krzyzewski used to criticize – Duke reporters. Yeah, but Corey, 
like this the student the, reporters. This is like getting into an argument with people in the comments section of a. No, I know. Report. I got it. It's it's above his. It's below his pay grade. He doesn't it's, need to. You don't punch this. down. Yeah. You don't yeah. argue with morons on the internet. It don't the stereotype. Whole don't generalize your fan base who still shows up right. when you're four and four. I can promise you, Death Valley will be packed on Saturday for your Correct. four and four football team that hasn't been good on offense since Trevor Lawrence left. Uh, they'll still be packed. They'll still be gr a great fan base that day too. Don't generalize and think this dude speaks for all of them. But also this, it's not just about, I know you want to focus on Tyler being an idiot and he was, but when it comes to Dabo's, this, this argument, and we've seen other coaches make this argument for what well, we saw um, Chip Kelly make this argument that, you know, nobody goes into a bank and, and, and booze or talks <laughs> crap about the banker. Well, these guys are making CEO money, right? They're making CEO money. Well, if, if the CEO of Coca-Cola has profits dip 50% in one year, you go from 10 wins or 11 wins to four or five wins, he's going to have to answer some tough questions. And you know what? He's probably not going to get three more years because 10 years ago he was successful or five years ago he was successful. His ass is gone today. Or last year he was successful. Right. That, that would be it's, the point Dabo's making. It's like, I it, took you from Mr. Pitt yeah. and to Coca-Cola. The Coca-Cola guy gets fired. Yeah. The profits dip 50%. He's gone. That, that's there's a real world here that doesn't apply to coaches, and they want it both ways. The other the other part of that again is Corey. The mistake, and you you said it that he's making is he's letting Tyler represent right. in his grander point all the Clemson fans. Yeah, and he's done this consistently. He does it way too much. It's he does ridiculous. it all the time. Yeah, and it's like go coach at another school, man. They will boo you all the time. And he has to some degree, he has to have been told or he has to think about it when he's calmer and more reflective because he always comes back around after ripping the fans for five minutes at the dais after a game, or in this case, a call show, a call-in show. He always comes back around and say, well, that's only 1.5%. Well, man, then why are you catering to the 1.5%? Why are you having this conversation over and over and over again? Because you don't think it's 1.5%. You have disdain for your fans. Yeah. Yeah. Well, last, yes. last thing I'll say real quick. I know we got to move on because there's a whole lot of other coaches we got to get to. But the other thing about that that CEO, the business model comparison, a CEO who's getting questioned by his board of directors would never act the way some of these coaches act to yeah. their to their stakeholders. But these guys will do it to their fans who are paying their salary also. Well, their fans the are the reason. Yeah. yeah, they're the reason you have this job and make that money. And you're going to crap on them. But if he was the CEO of Coca-Cola, there's no way he would treat his, his yeah. shareholders like that. So anyway. Yeah. Go ahead, Ben. National championships. People like you who just love to, to destroy people with your comments. All right. I'm sure you've never made any bad decisions. I'm sure you've lived a perfect life. I'm sure you've never. I'm sure you've led a bunch of people. I'm sure you do your job in front. So to answer your question. I started as the lowest paid coach in this freaking business, all right? And I'm where I am because I've worked my ass off every single day. And I ain't going to let some smart-ass kid get on this phone and create this stuff. So if you got a problem with that, I don't care, all right? I work for, for the board of trustees, the president, and the AD. And if they're tired of me leading this program, all they got to do is let me know. I'll go somewhere else where there is an appreciation, all right? It's not just winning, it's how you win. And we are in a bit, this is a tough year, but we've had 12, 12, 10 plus win seasons in a row. 12, we lost to Tennessee last year. They won 11 games for the first time in like 20 years. 
We've had eight, go. 11 win seasons in, in whatever, 11 years or whatever. We've won two national championships. Clemson went 35 years, all right, probably since before you were born, your whole freaking life. And we've won two in seven years. And we earned it. And we beat the best of the best to do it. The best of the best. The best of the best. 12, 10 plus win seasons. So if you want to know why, that's why. Am I perfect? Nope. I'm far from it. I am a, and I am a man of faith. Absolutely. All right? I'm 53 years old. And there ain't one thing in my life. I, now, I have, I have been a part of failure many times. But there ain't one thing in my life that I've ever failed at, Tyler. <laughs> Tyler. Tyler. I, ever. I wanted to get an education. I got two degrees. All right. I think, have we, are we, we, got, are we I, think, I wanted, to, be I wanted to get married. I got married. Yeah. I wanted to be born. I got born. I wanted to see the sun tomorrow. I'm going to see the sun tomorrow. Oh, man. Tyler, you probably can't even get dressed in the morning. Guess what, buddy? I dress myself every day. One leg at a time, Tyler. I have legs. I wanted legs. I have legs. I'm Dabo Swinney. You need to appreciate me the same way you appreciate the Lord. Yeah, well, yeah, man. Look, Dabo, it it is funny just that Dabo has, uh, it's turned into this because that is a perfect marriage, or has been. Dabo and Clemson, to me, has always been a perfect marriage, and he's been great there. That's kind of been my pushback is, yeah, man, we all remember Clemson before Dabo. It sucked our whole lives since you guys were nine years old. It sucked. And then he made them the second best program in the country for a decade. Um, Both, so both look, yeah, man, the fans who are overreactionary and the fans who feel like if any fans legitimately feel like Dabo Sweeney needs to be gone because of this year, they're idiots. They're, they're idiots. More than he's overpaid. hundred percent idiots. But also like we praised Kyle Whittingham a few weeks ago. How do you get to this point in your life where you've won national championships? Yeah. You've been coach of the year in college and top of your sport to where Tyler triggers you like that. Man. Yeah, that was that's the bad part. It's like how number one that he talked for two and a half minutes, Tyler did, which is crazy. I love that call screener and that producer. They're mad too. They're tired of four and four too. They let Tyler say he's insulated, by the way. That's how he he had nobody to check him and to say no to him and now people are and now people are questioning him and he doesn't like it he doesn't want to have to answer to anybody not the fans not the ad not the president and certainly not some dude calling into a show asking him why he makes 11 and a half million dollars and and real quick and real quick i'm sorry to interrupt jeff but the 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 reason i want to explain people that don't pay attention to clemson we pay more attention to clemson than probably a lot of people even that watch this because we cover florida state and they're the big rival in the conference the fans have already been frustrated because of his approach to the NIL and the transfer portal. Like he's back, he's he's fought that. Yeah. He's been dragging, uh, drag, uh, kicking and screaming into the new age of college football. Refuses to do it. Doesn't want to take portal kids. So like they are already been upset. They didn't like some of the coordinator hires, and he's hired within. He didn't go out and get proven coordinators. And then you have a season like this, and the feeling is like, man, this is what we complained about. This is why we weren't happy. And now this is what you've done to us. So, so there is some reason for the frustration. It's not completely out of the blue. Yeah, I I liken it, and we will move on. But we've all seen this before, and it takes various forms. But what happens when somebody is that entitled, and they believe they're above reproach, and they have built a giant, they feel as if they're entitled to tear it down as well, or that they should be given a lot of leeway when things start to go south. 
And so you're going to have a natural opposition because fans are what the ones that are watching carefully see telltale signs that there are problems on the horizon. Like the coach screaming at Tyler for five <laughs> minutes. That's a pretty good sign. <laughs> yeah. And so when you see that kind of dysfunction, it concerns you because you know that there's more stuff behind the scenes that you don't realize yeah. that are leading to this. And so he's going to continue to be asked, but he doesn't think you have the right to ask him. So this is going to keep going on. By the way, take Clemson in the points this weekend. I'm calling it. Dabo's <laughs> oh, last did, stand. No, I think they'll beat Notre Dame. I agree Dabo's with you. last stand. <laughs> Go ahead, Ben. Hey, while Dabo is worried about appreciation, I know uh, one coach who has no problem appreciating things, and that's Dave Aranda. Yes. Although uh, Coach Aranda, eh, things aren't going so well. They lost <laughs> to Iowa State. Baylor struggling. Here's what Coach Aranda had to say to open his press conference, and then here he is answering a question as well. Oh, this will be fun. To you guys, the the film was um, was was humbling. It was um, it's frustrating to relive. Um, there's good things in there. They're they're hidden. I wish they would be more. <laughs> more out in front. Easter eggs. Um, stop! Thought, stop! Um, stop! That's the greatest Ooh. thing I've ever heard. There, there are good things there, guys. They're hidden. Oh, my gosh. Now, the house is on fire. The <laughs> our, now Look look at that door. That door's, that door's not burning yet. Oh, there's our, a rock. On, on, most, on most plays, we had 11 players on the field. Yeah. On most plays. Yeah. They, they were they, – you couldn't see them. They, didn't, they weren't making tackles. They didn't make a play. They were in. Look, but they but were there, there if you look. The film was humbling. <laughs> The film was humbling, and there are good things there, but they're hidden. That's unbelievable. Dave, you've been losing all year. This particular film was humbling. (laughs) Well, I I think I think the problem is Iowa State is uh, not a formidable. Very, they are not uh, having a great season. Go, go ahead, keep it rolling. The improvements are hard to see, Mm -hmm. uh, but uh, (laughs) you know, as coaches, uh, we can see them, and we've got Mm -hmm. to build off those off of those little improvements. (laughs) Dave, is there enough there to? I think you mentioned something in the post game about you know, hey guys, this play is here, and you mentioned early on that you know it might be one guy. Mm-hmm. Is there enough there to say, hey, look, if we do this one thing or if we do this right, we can be a lot better. We can make plays, that kind of thing. Yes, yeah, I appreciate that. That was <laughs> the message to the staff this yeah. morning, with our um, our meeting a little bit earlier, was that um, for sure. Right, um, the negatives and the noise, and and um, you know to recognize that and and all of it for sure that's there. But when you look at the tape, it's you know um, we're so close on so many things. I think you know I had I, I told my had a, a philosophy professor that told me oh, no. that for every fact there's at least double the nuance. And oh. um, he yeah, told that early, to his team. Early in the season, no, there would be, his staff. let's just oh. say, facts that we would yeah. get wrong. You were in the nuance part now. Yeah. yeah oh, that's boy. The, that's the sign they have when they go out on the field. <laughs> they just slap nuance. Put, be the nuance. nuance. Be the nuance. Hey, so this is going to be so sad. I they're love Dave. Fire, they're going to fire this man. Of course and I they wanna, are. I want to go hug him. And I just... We're going to miss out on the Dave Aranda weekly yeah. press conference that we've utilized to great effect on yeah. Coach Speak since the dawn of this show. That, it's the backbone. Ben, it's the backbone of our show. You know, Ben, you're going to have to rerun Aranda 
yeah interviews gonna, from last year when you, when we're doing this next year yeah we're definitely going to pull out some best of aranda uh in the future um I, I think it's part of our contract with artesia water like if aranda's <laughs> yeah. not part of the show we may lose the sponsor that's right it's, <laughs> that's right i mean most people tune in now this week they may have tuned in for Dabo. For Dabo yeah but most people are like oh coach speak is up get to dave aranda yeah where's where aranda is, where is dave well so he oh, go ahead uh, i'm just gonna I, I just, he's a national treasure and I'm going to be sad when yeah. he's gone. And that, yeah. So ju- that, that comment, uh, Corey was to the staff. So he, he's telling his staff in a staff meeting, he's like, guys, look, I know it's bleak out there. I know you're hearing the noise. When you put on the film, you don't see a lot. You don't, and it's like, it's like, dude, if you're having to say that to your staff, that's yeah. not good. Yeah. Or if you're quoting your philosophy professor. Yes. But if anybody was going to quote, spot. yeah, if anybody was going to quote a philosopher. It's weird that like Dabo didn't during his yeah. uh, tirade to Tyler. Why was it he quote? He's got two degrees. Why mm. didn't he quote one of his philosophy professors? I, I I would wonder why it is that all coaches in the midst of a bad season refer to the documentation of said bad season as noise. Mm. Why do they all do that? Yeah. Like, how about that's a fact too, Dave? You guys suck and you well, suck every nuance. week. There's what some nuance we- there too. It's a little nuance. <laughs> how bad do you suck? That's where the nuance comes yeah. in. Yeah. Artesiawater.com. Ira, take it away, baby. Jeff, Corey, and I all have Artesia water in our houses now. It's yep. it's amazing. It's uh, the cool thing about it is it's from a natural spring. It's it's yep. an Artesia water source in North Florida. So you're getting it from a local supply of water that's fresh water. Doesn't taste like chemicals, doesn't taste like it's been purified a million times. It is fresh, delicious, pure natural water. And uh, they'll deliver it to your house, your business. If you live basically or if you're located anywhere from East to Perry and Madison, that area, wet in North Florida, west to South Alabama, up into South Georgia, uh, they will take care of you. Uh, they're locally owned, locally managed. There are other water suppliers that are not locally owned and locally mm. managed, but the customer service isn't as good. The prices aren't as good. And the water is not as good, guys. I'm going to go ahead and say it. There it is. I, I, I can't. Uh, I, I didn't know what I was missing, honestly. Like I, I now it's that a life I've had changer, it, right? It's it is. It's like, man, I, I don't want to have any other water but this. And, and it makes you drink more water, which is good. Well, absolutely, and it's cool to have a water cooler in my house. I can have conversations with people. Yeah, <laughs> you can stand, stand around. The water I don't cooler. have an office to go around. to typically, but I got my water cooler in my kitchen. But Ira, if they go to artesiawater.com, they're going to learn more about all this stuff that you referenced, yeah. and also the pricing and they. Can can get a discount yeah good point jeff that was very professional of you well done artesia well done. water and corey has been questioning you for weeks and yeah, i've been man. right well, by brought it. i'm glad i did because look what we look what we oh, uh good lord look what Art, we got hatched. artesia artesiawater.com is a website artesia with a z and uh you if you go there there's a, a way to ask for more information if you, if you mention coach speak they're going to be your first month delivery free so you get the cooler you get uh the, the five gallon jugs of water and it, again it's to your business or your home and they're great people, great customer service, and uh, can't recommend them highly enough. ArtesiaWater.com, Artesia with a Z. Good job, Ben. Who's the next coach? Hey, great execution from you guys there. Uh, speaking Thanks. of execution, how about Jimbo Fisher, Texas A&M? They knock off Shane Beamer and his perfect play calls. Uh, <laughs> big for Texas A&M. Win number five. Jimbo's close to reaching one of those goals, guys. Oh boy. Addressed it during your opening statement, but how big was it for you guys to pick up the win with what's uh, coming up heading to Oxford? Yeah, I mean, whoever next in your SEC, we're one game away. Next goal is get bowl eligible. That's what we got to mm-hmm. do, and then keep rocking down the road. Got four games, and just rocking to feel how to win road. again. You don't you don't realize that just you know making that one or two plays, the inches you're, you're talking about all the time, being able to do it, and uh, it was good to do it here. Man. 
I like how he moves the goalpost. Now the goal every year is just to get the bowl eligible. Mm-hmm. Let's just well, that's get, the first. Guys, you cross that one for. off the list. Yeah, that's what you're here for. Let's just get bowl eligible and keep rocking on down the road. So when they had that introductory press conference and they mm-hmm. gave him that plaque, yeah, that had like the was it just He's for yeah. make a bowl any bowl just mm-hmm. yeah just to get us back to a bowl because you know Kevin Sumlin who we just fired took us to a bowl game every single season he was here yeah. yeah. So if you could just get us to a bowl game, Jimbo, we're good. That's all we want. And, and Sumlin get- actually ran an offense that was watchable, that would score a lot of points. Even without the five-star super-duper players, he was able to score points. And Jimbo, and we want you to know how serious we are about making this bowl, and that's why your salary is going to be close to $100 million. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's right. If you can, if I, I never heard of rocking down the road. That's not. That's a new one. I don't remember him saying that. When no, he, he made that up keep, as he got there. We're going to rock down the road? He's been influenced by the local culture. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I guess so. And he's licking his lips before he starts. Like he's got. I, I remember that Jim, that look that Jimbo had when he's ready. He's almost feeling good about himself. Is when he starts oh, yeah. licking the side of his mouth. Ask me about this big win. Yeah, yeah, with a with a, with his tongue slightly we, out. We just beat a coach who makes perfect play calls. Now yeah. his players don't run what he calls. Right, that's his right. problem. That's the execution thing. Hopefully, we get to hear from hey Beamer. Do I mean uh, hey Ben? Do we get to hear from Beamer today? We do actually, but uh, I've got the perfect segue set up because uh, Jimbo will play against Lane Kiffin. That was mentioned yeah. by the reporter, and Lane Kiffin had a, a little shot to send at Jimbo <laughs> for his bowl comment. Imagine that! Imagine that! He's straight to here do. in one of the two polls programs hit top ten or cracked inside the top ten. Just what does that speak to what you've been able to do, especially with you know setbacks during the season that y'all been able to overcome? Well, I think that's kind of neat. It, I guess three straight years to be in the top 10, but it doesn't matter to me except for what do you finish. So it's good that it brings attention to the program and um, to be able to do that, um, especially as you're going against a program that normally you would think would be the team in the top 10 three years in a row with their roster. Yeah. Um, oh, man. It says a lot about our players, our coaches, our fans, but though what really matters is where do you finish at the end of the year? Um, you know, so – that's our goal, um, you know, to keep getting better, keep winning games. Um, you know, we try to, you know, achieve our goals and not let others achieve their goals. I think um, I read where Jimbo said their goal is to be bowl eligible. So <laughs> yes. in the way of that, that would be good um, for us too. Get him, Lane! This is, that this is like, the great thing about Lane is I don't think any of us really like Lane Kiffin. I mean, as a as a coach, like you wouldn't want Lane Kiffin as your coach. No, he's he? a wrestling character. But yeah. it, that is so good. He's good. He's really. I mean, <laughs> there aren't enough characters in the game anymore in college football. Like they they used to be yeah. everywhere. He's got Spurrier in him. He's got a little bit of Spurrier yeah, in him. He's got a ton of Spurrier in him. Which is cool too, is because there's no way in a normal week he would talk about keeping a team from achieving its goal. Keeping the other team. That was a, that was a setup. Yeah, exactly right. That's not any coach's uh, desire to ever talk about what the other team is trying to ever. Like, try to get uh, Miami to talk about knocking off Florida State from winning a national. They're not going to do it. They're, it's all about them. But Lane brings it up just so he can make fun of Jimbo saying what he said. Oh. He's like, you know, we want to achieve. Like, there's no reason to even go down that path. When, he, when he said it, I was like, you know what? I kind of like that line. 
With, I didn't even realize that that's what he was setting oh, up. Oh, he couldn't wait to deliver the ultimate line. That's what he was setting everybody up Yeah, he's for. like, we want to achieve our goals, and we want to keep other teams from achieving their goals. And I read that Jimbo's dumbass is just <laughs> trying to get bowl eligible in year six. With and also, the not-so-subtle dig that Jimbo can't coach by right. pointing out how great his roster is. Yeah. You'd think they'd be in the top ten of that roster. <laughs> that roster's incredible. Have you? Have you? Have you? It's like back, that is back the old Spurrier days. That's oh, what yeah. he would say about Ray Goff. Is he goes? I don't know. After we play him, Ray Goff at Georgia will say, "Oh, with Florida's got better players than we do." But every year I look at the recruiting rankings, and George <laughs> yeah. is always at the yeah. top of the recruiting rankings. He did it when he was at South Carolina. He would always beat Clemson. And he'd be like, you know, they just don't play well when they play us for some reason. <laughs> I know. He was right. I, I just don't know why that happens. It's, hey, which is your favorite lane? Is it the the clean lane? Look, we just got the clean lane. I mean, he, that was, that, that that's, was nice. That's the he best looks lane sharp. Yeah. Or or the lane where he looks like he just crawled out of the bottle. That's my favorite lane. And his hair's just because all... that's a better representation of who Lane Kiffin is. <laughs> right. Yeah. Drunk on a Wednesday night at a co-ed's house. Yeah, but well, racing but to the press conference. Maybe, maybe, perhaps, allegedly. Yeah, but uh, yeah, yeah, he was looking clean today. He was ready for. He had some lines, and he wanted oh, he to was, deliver them. Good for him. Go. He's doing what who he's we, supposed to do. Who we got, Ben? Who we got? Hey, you guys mentioned Shane Beamer. He was asked. Uh, he he said something about fools with opinions, and a reporter mm. asked if he meant the media or fans. Oh, and uh, Shane found a great way to clarify here. Oh, okay, we go. And Gene, if I had any problem with you guys, I would reach out to you guys and let you know I'm not calling you a fool. I'm not calling anybody in this room a fool. I think there's some voices on social media that um, that uh, could take. Uh, a lesson from that is all. But people have a right to their opinions, and that's what the head coach is. I get an opinion at home. I mean, my kids today uh, was Hallow it's Halloween. Happy Halloween to you guys, by the way. And what? I can take the criticism. I'm a big boy. So this is Shane sa- not Shane saying that he can't take criticism because oh, that's what I signed up for when I'm the head coach at this university. I have a problem when people take shots at players on our team, and that's what I'm referring to, Gene. And I can take criticism because I get it from my own family. I, I leave in the mornings before my wife and kids even wake up. So I FaceTime them every morning at 730 on their way into school. And today they were telling me that Hunter, my son, has a Halloween parade at his school where all the kids at his school, they dress up in their Halloween costumes and they walk around the track for however many minutes. And the f- parents come and they video and all that. And I was there for it last year uh, because it was on a Monday. And my wife was telling me that he had that today. And I said, well, why, why didn't you guys tell me anything about it? Um, and Emily said, well, I knew you had practice and meetings, so I didn't think you were going to be able to come. And then my Hunter, my son, said, and it's also because you're two and six and you need to be in the office working. So oh, I can take okay. criticism. Right. Um, so please don't think that because I get it at home worse than I get it on social media. And I don't get on social media as well. But when someone points out to me that something that had happened earlier, then I'm certainly going to you know, defend our guys as well. But I don't jump on the bus after a game, Gene, and click on notifications on X or whatever it's called right now or uh, to see what people are saying because it's not good, which people have a right to. And certainly the product on the field has not been good enough uh, this season, and I'm ultimately responsible for that. I, uh, I understand that. No, he's, a, he's, he's in a long line of coaches who just make stuff up. First you, don't, of all, you don't think his you don't think his little kid was like his dad didn't say anything like that. His he kid needed to be, be in the 13. office. His that, kid could be twelve. He might not be six. If There's he's twelve a... years old, he's not walking around on an effing track in a <laughs> Halloween costume. I want I want you to yeah, you're right. It's elementary school. Why do you, it didn't happen? Why don't you figure out a way to run a zone blitz properly, coach? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or get your players to uh, you know, 
learn these plays you're teaching them. I also want to send a message to other coaches beyond just don't make up things that didn't happen so you can make a larger point. A, you look like a fool. Secondly, stop pretending like you don't know what Twitter or X is. Don't do – you god dog know is, well what like, – X or whatever it's called. Look, you know it's called X. Don't yeah. do there, that. Is there any chance he was he was Tyler – Calling the, the Dabo show. Is Just there to any take the chance? heat off him? Yeah. Is there any chance? If it is, I like him. He absolutely <laughs> could have told somebody to do it. It's certainly not him, but he could have told somebody. Man, call Dabo's show and give him some grief. <laughs> I'm tired of this. If Shane pretended to be Ty- I'm Tyler from Columbia. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I got something to say to him. Yeah, <laughs> that whole thing, too, is like uh, just Beamer – he just maybe it's just his face. I think it's just his face. Maybe he really does realize he he just seems to be um so egotistical for somebody that hasn't accomplished a lot. He's always got like a knowing smile. Like I know more than you and it's like buddy you you won two more games than I have and I haven't gotten paid anything to coach South Carolina. Like they'd almost have the same record if I was just coaching on from my house in Tallahassee. So like but he has this bemused look all the time like you guys don't know what you're talking about. Right. All the time. He's but definitely it might just the, be the way he looks. No, he's definitely the I get all the answers guy. Um hundred yeah. percent. Yeah. Well, he so. said he calls perfect plays. So I mean we, we we already know what he thinks about himself, but also now he's just outright making up stories. That hey Ben, can I can we can we do one? We only get to see Shane after a loss. If he wins another game this year, can sure we, you get I want to see what he looks like after a win. Because we see him blaming the refs for eating yeah. hot dogs instead of that's why the onside kick did perfect onside kick didn't work. Perfect call at the time. Perfect call. They somehow give up 45 points to Florida. Uh that's because the defenders don't know what calls they're running. And now his players, can you believe his play the players on a two and six football team are getting criticized on social media? What is going on, guys? When did this start? I just it's I, crazy. I, I I don't know if Lane would if when Ole Miss plays South Carolina. I don't think they play this year, but I don't, maybe they do. But I don't know if it would feel like if Lane would feel the need to like break yeah, out his best material, you know? Because no. yeah, you're you might be punching down at that point, I yeah, guess. But I, I would like because there's say. some. Because it would be funny to talk about the perfect calls. And, well, yeah, you could yeah. say, well, I, I don't know how we're going to find a way to beat this 2-8 and eight South Carolina team this weekend with the perfect calls that they, they have. Just, but they, can, they have perfect defense. Perfect we'll, defense. Sometimes we'll they get a little out of position somehow, but otherwise we'll, they're perfect. We'll see what happens. Who's next, Ben? Yeah, Dabo and uh, Shane Beamer should be fun at the end of the season. Our next two are a little rivalry trash talk. We've got Whoa. Kirby Smart. Uh, apparently, Dan Mullen, former Florida coach turned analyst, picked against Georgia, said they were going to get upset. So Kirby Smart had something to say about that in the postgame press conference after they kicked Florida's ass again. Yeah. I hear it. I mean, I literally don't, so I don't address it. I think they may hear it because they're on their phones 24-7, <laughs> and it bothers me that they may hear that or they may feel anxiety, they may feel pressure from this, you know, win thing. It, 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 at the end of the day, the quickest way to lose it is think about that. So when you think about attacking somebody and coming after them every play with a mindset of Friday the 13th, they can't kill Jason, he keeps coming back, man. Like you, you got you got to keep going that way and think that way aggressively so you're not paranoid about that. And I don't I don't see it or hear it, but I know it's out there. Somebody texted me before the game, it's like all these people predicting that uh, – that we're not gonna, you know, we're, we're not gonna uh, win today, and I'm just like, golly, 
Yeah, where's that coming from? Supposed to be my friend. <laughs> he didn't like to recruit though, so it's it's him. <laughs> <laughs> well played. Well Do you played. think Friday the thirteenth was the last movie Kirby saw? Like he doesn't know who any he doesn't know who Taylor Swift is. He doesn't know who Miley Cyrus is. He's not really abreast on pop culture. But Friday he knows Jason from Friday the thirteenth. I know it's out there on the X. Yeah, yeah, or Twitter, whatever. It's all these social media. What's it? Uh, Snapbot. What? What do they? What do they call this thing? Yeah, yeah. I, I do like anytime you can go to your football team and ask them to kind of personify a serial yeah. killer. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's the that's the way you want to go. Um, I would. Call, yeah, be I don't. Myers. I would call Jason a serial killer, right? Isn't he more just a mass murderer? Yeah, he's a mass. super. Na- he's a supernatural. Mass murder with yeah. with murderous intentions, though. Right. Yeah, but I, I just feel like a serial killer. You're kind of killing the same type of person. All that he he's okay. non discriminate. Right. If you roll into Very, that lake anywhere yeah. near that lake, you're I mean you're going to die probably. Well, and yeah, he's, he's and just he learned from his mom. He went on beyond the lake. Eventually, he yeah he, he went to the moon did, or something, right? Did, or he went to space. Well, we got to make sequels. Um, but <laughs> I do Manhattan. I don't know. Too. Yeah, he I took feel, Manhattan. That's right. I don't know. I feel like kind of that's like a stray for Dan Mullen, though. Like, why are we? I mean, he picked him. Did he like talk crap about him? He didn't go all Lee Corso on him. No. He didn't. He didn't like just trash the program of their existence. He just picked against them. So now, not only does, does Jim, not only does Kirby have to take a shot at him for not picking him, but then he has to take a shot at him for not wanting to recruit. Yeah. Well, he doubled uh, down. Yeah. He he took offense, but it's also. I mean, what what the hell are we doing, Dan? There was no indicators that Florida was going to beat Georgia. What the hell are you Maybe doing? Maybe he just Florida every week. He feels like he needs to, <laughs> what, what like he just has nuts. to. Yeah, that was a bizarre pick. Um, I get I get that you might have thought it could be close because Georgia was without Brock Bowers and Florida might that Florida had beaten South Carolina. They had big win over South Carolina. Um, Florida barely beat South Carolina. But in hey, the last but they second. were they were rolling. That was they the were indicator good. for me to bet Georgia. <laughs> they were yeah, they, they they being down ten with four minutes to go. Um, there's a theory out there that Urban Meyer, the whole Swamp Kings documentary, that whole thing was Urban Meyer's attempt to win back the Florida fan base so that he could come back oh, as boy. as a head coach. So maybe Dan's trying to make it up with the floor so he could go back and be the OC again. That's that's where I'm okay. where I'm going. That's all where right. I'm going yeah. with Kirby that. seems really worried about all of it. <laughs> uh, you know what I mean? Kirby's like, whatever, man. Bring get the whole band. Let's spur your coach too. Like bring yeah. all y'all back together. Yeah, I've got better players, guys. We're yeah, and I like to recruit. Yeah, unlike you I guys. I love to recruit better players on the regular. Ben, give me next. Hey, we've got another coach who doesn't know anything about Twitter or X Sweet. or whatever it is. So at least that's what he says. It's Mike Gundy. Oh, he was asked uh, about Bedlam, and it could potentially be the last year that Oklahoma and Oklahoma State play. So he felt the need to kind of reflect and go back to his playing days in Bedlam. Player versus where you are now as a coach. <laughs> it was a part of you did not get caught up in the rivalry. Um, it didn't bother me because we didn't have phones and social media. But it was a rivalry then. Like, you know, uh, balls were spit in my face. Can we pause it for a second, I mean, Ben? Does he understand what that contraption is in front of him that's connected to the podium in any way, shape, or form? We don't watch a lot of Gundy press conference. I guess we should now because they're good again. But, man, every time we see him, his mouth is nowhere near the microphone, and he walks off stage to talk to people. He wants you to get a good look at the wig. 
Well, and true. He, and he wants to walk back and forth because he's very, you know. Well, why don't they put like a he could wear to. like a Garth Brooks? He could wear what I'm wearing, like wear like right. a Garth Brooks microphone <laughs> that's just like, connected to him. We're just a lot, yeah, or just a lot Mike. I mean, we can. Yeah. This is 2023 here. Yeah, Oklahoma State sports. He's, information. he's telling you the boss were spitting his face though. This yeah, dude, you interrupted yeah, yeah. him. When sorry, he, he just, sorry, my fault. Yeah. But I just I wanted to point out that he never talks into a microphone. All right, go ahead. Social media, but it was a rivalry then, like you know. Uh, Bosworth spit in my face. I spit in his face. I mean, it was actually oh. a rivalry, right? Like right. the um, good old days. Um, the summer of my, uh, before my sophomore year, you know, I would go to parties in Oklahoma City and and uh, um, they would say, well, Bosworth and Migliazzo and some of those guys were here. And so I had to make a decision whether, um, were we going to have confrontation there and who was with me? Because, I mean, I'm not going to. You know, those guys, you know, I can kick them in the shin and run like hell, but, but, but you know, I mean, I'm not dumb. So That's we had awesome. to make those decisions because, I mean, what, what kind of a frame in mind was Brian going to be in on that point? I don't know. You know <laughs> good point. Um, good you point. Know, had he uh, taken a, a vitamin C and had a few drinks? Well, he might not be a guy you want to talk to at that point. You know, he'd get real red and cross his face. So there, it was a rivalry then. Now it's not as much anymore, unfortunately, because of the way it is. But it's a very important game. I don't want to push past that. That's awesome. That's a I, great. Uh, it was fantastic. He gets the steroid reference in. Yeah. He gets the drunk reference, and also he admits he has no chance in a fight against him. Yeah. You <laughs> win. Kick him in the shin and run is the best. <laughs> I also like. I've never heard a coach when asked about the historic nature of a rivalry and why it matters so much to a state to bring up a college party where he was scared the roided out linebacker was going to kick his ass <laughs> as a reason to keep the rivalry. That's back when it was a great rivalry. Yeah, it's not like that anymore. Unfortunately, we used to attend parties together, and those roided out Oklahoma players might be in a foul mood if they saw you. Some of them might bring an AK. Yeah, I, you never knew with that with what Barry Switzer was doing back then. Yeah, it, it turns out spitting on him in the, from on the field probably wasn't my best uh, intention when I see him at a bar. Yeah, when uh, I later see him on. at a party, yeah. it's weird they'd be at the same. And they're in Oklahoma City, so they split the difference. Uh, they have parties other, in Oklahoma City. I like that he admits he's spitting his face too. Like, yeah, what yeah. are we doing? Everybody's out here just spitting on each other. Stop! Uh, it's it. back when football was football and men were <laughs> men, and you, rivalries mattered. I think I, the, the, the other thing is he feels it's kind of, it's almost like he feels, I think he's seen Brian Bosworth in his later years. Like at this point, he feels like he could take him. Oh, so he's going to admit. Yeah. So he's, he's at the point now where he can say, yeah, he was roided up and maybe, maybe taking some, uh, some, uh, supplements or, or yeah. also maybe some, uh, mood, mood, uh, altering drugs as yes. well. Yeah. It's all in there. It was well done though. Good job. Yeah, by great. the way, real quick, awesome. by the way, real quick, we, I think we need to kind of, I feel like the need to apologize to Mike Gundy a little bit when they were awful earlier this year. I think I might've accused him of just taking money from that school Quitting. and not even trying anymore. Ira, but they, they lost by a lot to, to South, South Alabama. Alabama. Like, but man, we had, but they uh, credit to them, man. They, yeah. they turned it around. They're good. They're beating everyone. Now they got a chance this weekend against Oklahoma uh, back, you know, and they're not going to be spitting on each other's faces either in that game. Unfortunately, not like but the yeah, they days. were so bad to start the season. That, yeah. By the sense. way, by the way, since they lost 33-7 to to South Alabama, guys, um, they've beaten Kansas State 29-21. They beat Kansas 39-32. Yeah. They, beat, they beat West Virginia 48-34. to They just housed Cincinnati 45-13. to They got a running back who's averaging over 200 yards a game. 
Yep. He's it, your favorite like, player. What were they doing to start I, the year? It's, <laughs> yeah, what? What? Yeah, was they just playing possum the first two weeks? It doesn't bizarre. make any sense. Yeah, doesn't. Go ahead, Ben. Uh, real quick, it's a shame, guys, that Mike Gundy is not on Twitter because Brian Bosworth replied to his press oh, nice. conference. He says, guess what, Coach G? Bellum is still a rivalry, and Big Brother still wants to whip Little Brother's ass. How about we meet this Saturday at your place? Let's say the 50-yard line so we can exchange pleasantries the old-fashioned way. Face-to-face, I'll see you there. Boomer. Nice right. done, now, Brian. Who, who do we think typed that for Brian Bosworth? <laughs> I looked like it could have been him. Come it on, looked, man. It looked like it could have been him. But, you know, does he? Is I think he's playing the part, right? Like, there's no way yeah. he's going right. to go fight. Gunny. And he's good. he's good on the Dr. Pepper series. He's funny. Yeah. <laughs> yes, man. I'm glad he's, he got a second act. Yeah, he got a second chance. He's doing yeah. all right. Hey, we've got three more guys. Uh, the next two are going to be coaches throwing their players under the bus. How about yes. that? This Our is favorite. Pat Narduzzi, and uh, yeah. his quote was taken a little bit out of context, but still probably not good. When you, when you lose like you lost today, you had a tough one last week. You know, why is it? You know, I'll go back. I mean, you, you, as a football coach, you, you know, you lose a lot of good players a year ago. You think as a coach you're going to, you know, you're going to replace them. We obviously haven't. Oof. And, um, you know, um, you know, again, starts with me, um, and um, you know, I didn't, I didn't do a good enough job coaching today, and you know, put it on, put it on me, um, and, and, um, and we got players. to play. So you know, just comes down to you know, making plays and and doing a better job coaching. Yeah, he apologized uh, the next day or to his team, and then apologized on Monday to. Well, uh, he had to apologize to his team because they went to Twitter and ripped his ass publicly. Yeah. 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 So they're. So, yeah, so the so people that aren't on Twitter X or whatever you guys call whatever that, that thing, thing not, yeah. they uh, when a reporter kind of mistweeted what he said or misquoted him a little bit and what he said made it sound a little bit worse. Uh, at least four current Pitt players retweeted it with comments like, "Really? Like, yeah, yeah." They were not they were not fired up. Yeah, yeah. And, and then when he followed that up, he said he he couldn't sleep at night because he realized he'd hurt some of their feelings and and all that and. He didn't want them to think he wasn't with them. The problem is you you can never do what he did there. And he knew it. And that is why he immediately went. Turned it to himself. Exactly. Yeah. He knew. He knew. They all know. They all know the second they do it. If if they're self-aware, unlike Dabo, they hear it and they go, oh, man. He would have been better served to be like right when he said it, go, I didn't mean to say that. Like this, I didn't mean to say that. These kids are playing hard. Uh, they do have talent. This is not. This has been a horrible coaching job by me. It has nothing to do with them, which would have been a lie because they don't have as good of players as they did last year. We can all use our eyeballs and see. But still, you don't want to make their kids think that, golly, we've been practicing for three months for this guy, and he's just going to tell us we suck. Yeah. But, well, I mean, I, the, the scoreboard again, said it too, but still. When you say words aloud, you have to yeah. hear what you're yeah. saying. You I do think – that's a good point, though, Corey. I've never seen a coach do that, really. I don't think. I can't recall a coach stopping himself and saying, you know what, please, I know we can't strike that. It happened. Yeah. But that's not what I meant that's to say. That's not what I mean. Yeah. I want I you to understand. That. I do not. Because you could do that, and it would, yeah. be, a, it would and be a pretty good save. And you get quoted. Or when you do get quoted, it will say, but dot, 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 he, right. he, this is what he said right afterwards. Also, in that moment, you would – probably come out looking okay. Yeah. People yeah. would be like, okay, at least he's self-aware enough to know that that was the wrong path to go down. Probably wouldn't be on coach speak. That's correct. Quite honestly. Yeah. So we appreciate you, Pat. Like, uh, I, like I like, I like Pat. You I do too, man. To, I like Pat. He seems like a fun guy. Go ahead. And he man. did seem genuinely bothered. Yeah. Afterwards, the next press conference of what he, what he had done. Yeah. He really yeah. did. Yeah. He opened up uh, the Monday press conference, apologizing for it and talking about it. 
Uh, Deion Sanders, Coach Prime, he was a little more blunt when he uh, threw his players under the bus. Uh, that's every week. Big picture, trying to keep Shadur upright, healthy. Overall. The big picture, you go get in the lemon. That's the picture, and I'm going to paint it perfectly. I thought he already brought Louie. Yeah. Say that again. With four games left, trying to get bowl eligible, two more wins. I don't give a damn about no bowl. We're trying to win, period. I'm not Jimbo like, Fisher. That's not, we're not saying, oh, we got to go to bowl. We're trying to win. We're trying to win, period. And I think uh, we proved that. Um, the first half, the second half, I know we came back and gave it up explosions as soon as the second half commenced. But <laughs> So here's the thing. like the That comment, it, it, he went out. I mean, that's what the story of this whole, se- this whole season was. He 60 players in. I'm bringing Louie with me. I'm bringing, yeah. I'm bringing the best. I'm not, I'm not – you know, he he fired an entire football team. Like he walked in and fired an entire college football team. Said, "I'm bringing new guys in," and then and talked a huge talk the first few weeks. And I and look, I've I've actually liked Dion more as head coach this year than I expected to. In in some ways, not in all ways, but in some ways. But man, you can't say that. You can't just because your son's getting beat up. And you know what? How about helping them out with play calling? Why do yeah. you drop him back 600 times a game? I mean, that's that's part of the problem, too. Yeah, they, can't, they can't run the ball. Look, man, he does this every week. It's the same act over and over again. It's always somebody else's fault. It's always the players. It's all He, he never takes responsibility for anything. Well, it, it's going to be interesting with him. Uh, not that this is a serious show about Colorado football, but, yeah, he does need new linemen. That, that, that is obvious. But is he going to get them? Like, is a, is a, is a right. lineman going to want to go play? It, for that coach who will throw you under he, like Dion cares so much about the skill guys and he's got some of the best in the country. Clearly Travis Hunter is unique. Um, his kid is a good player, both of them, uh, good receivers, but to win, you got to be strong on the line of scrimmage and they aren't And is he that, that that's Jeff. That's, you always talk about how football practice sucks. Yep. It really sucks on the line of scrimmage. And those guys, are you going to get the quality of players you need to compete at a level he wants to compete at? when you don't seem to appreciate the line of scrimmage like he needs to appreciate the line of scrimmage. But I think to me, that's the root of the whole issue. Like this is this whole story. If you really get down to it from a football standpoint, besides all the glitz and glamor of Dion is, can you do what he's doing? Can you come in, fire a team, bring in a whole new team and win right away? Cause that's how he presented it. Like we're going right. to win right away. We're not waiting. This isn't going to be a four year process. We're right. coming to win today. And the problem with that theory is it's hard to get linemen. It's exactly yep. the point. It's yep. you you either have to develop them right. over several years because nobody's going to let you. You can steal a player from another roster. You can steal Brennan Gant yep. who played at FSU or Travis Jay or those guys. But man, linemen, nobody's letting linemen just leave that they've spent three years developing. They're the so hardest that's, guys to get in the portal. They're the hardest players to to find and to convince. You're absolutely right. <clears throat> And so that's that's the hard that's that's the challenge of what he's trying to do, and you can't just talk your way through it. Is what I'm yeah, saying. and you can't also just rip players after every loss. I mean, he does it every week. I mean, yeah. it's all the time. At some well, point, a and those guys are like, trying, oh. man. Th- those guys are trying. They're not good, but they're trying. Are they going to try? Them in. But you are they going to try in. next week? They still got four games left. Are they going to try next week when their coach just says we need better linemen? It's like, well, okay, well, what what's the point of lifting all these weights? What's the point of trying hard in practice? Oh, I can, I can move out of the me. way even swift, even more swiftly than I have been. For That's what I'm saying. Hit. You think your son's getting hit now? Yeah. Well, now I don't even care because yeah. you don't care about me. 
But again, from a football from a football perspective, Jeff, and I know you said they can't run the ball, and I get it. You can't run the ball, that's fine. But there are some things you can do to slow down a pass rush. Get a quick game. You, you can, can yeah, you cannot just drop that kid back fifty times and expect. To, I mean, when against UCLA's got a good defensive front, but it wasn't like they were blitzing every down. Yeah, I know. Also, he's just going to play Travis Hunter 160 snaps every game. Sorry, I was coughing. You, it's, yeah, fine. It's, it's fine. It's fine. You're allowed to cough. You I'll already cough did that. Again, while we read. listen to the next coach, Ben. Yeah, this is our last one. This is Jim Harbaugh. Uh, I know we said no more Jim Harbaugh, but this was too good. You guys got to go back and watch the full press conference. Obviously, the sign stealing uh, scandal going on. They couldn't really ask a whole lot of questions about that. They still found a way to. Uh, this one was interesting, though. Uh, it's a double question. They ask uh, Harbaugh what he thinks about night games and also how he keeps a one-track mind, and he did not keep a one-track mind when oh. answering this question. What do you use to keep a one-track mind, and what do you think of night games? Two questions. <laughs> um, night games this late in the season, to clarify. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I just channeled my inner William Wallace. Um, and that's Braveheart. That's how. I, that's what I. That's the visual I think of. Um, to keep now you're Jason Voorhees. Yeah. Night games. Um, you know, we. The team's prepared to play. Twelve o'clock kickoffs. Three thirty. Seven thirty. Nine. Whatever it is. Um, Ten. Five. It's a team that's. One. Six fifteen. Understands and prepares, and they and whatever the situation. It's not always going to be seventy two and. Zero humidity either. I mean, there's going to be could be cold, could be wet, could be, could be uh, eighty, could be hot, seventy, dry, ninety-three, uh, so sixty-one. They don't have to have everything you know, set perfect. Sometimes it's fifty-four. Yeah. Could Sometimes snow. it's eleven. Or like field snow. corn. Field corn, as opposed to being a houseplant. Uh, JJ McCarthy said last. Nothing against houseplants. They have their. They have their function. They can be beautiful in the home. Oh, Jesus. They can uh, bring great, great beauty and value to a home. But, uh, yeah. Oxygen. But the field corn just drop what? a Is he saying field corn? Burl down and field corn. Come up corn, you plant in the field. Corn, it's not field corn. It can take Rise up in a stalk-like fashion and just start producing. Um, yeah. What do you, you know, I, I'd say that's what our – our team's more like be like field corn. Not a be house like corn. field corn today. But again, that's no. the sign they hit on the way out. It's not Penn play State's, like a victor. Penn State's a bunch of houseplants, guys. Yep. Was, We're field corn. He was very worried that he offended somebody with his houseplant comment. Yeah, can, he went you back can to whip it. houseplants without people. There's no backlash to that. Also, just his mannerisms, his way of speaking, his cadence is like I feel bad for the reporter that's starting oh. to ask about the quarterback. And he still he doesn't even notice that there's somebody asking a question. He looks over a little bit, but he's like, "No, I still got this. I got a whole, I got a whole chunk of field corn. I I got to get out of my chest. I got to get off my chest. I got to get this out of my brain." And he interrupts the guy's question to go back to house plants and field corn. It really is like that SNL skit, Corey. You talked about last time we had Harbaugh on, where like when they when they go back into his office, he's like, "All right, now I need stallions on a plane to yeah. Michigan State next week. Back yeah. to work." Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to play this bumbling idiot that talks about nonsense, but I need those codes broken down so we know what Purdue's running on Saturday. Regimented, talks at a normal rate of yes. speed, focused, concise, 
right? And then he steps to the dais with giant glasses on, and stares all around the room, and contemplates field corn. Yeah, oh, it's awesome. And like, I wonder if he tells the staff, like, watch this one. I got a, I got a doozy. I got a yeah. doozy on 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 board for this one, uh, ready to go. When they ask me about night games, I finally got a chance to talk about house plants and field corn. And and William Wallace without and William Wallace without yeah. without without offending any houseplant lovers yeah, out there. Yeah, it's like he there was a voice inside his brain, like, oh, you better circle back and make it's sure it's the voice dancing. that Narduzzi should have entertained more. <laughs> <laughs> he should have been like, guys, I didn't I didn't mean to say that about yeah. houseplants. Guys, I know that was, I just intimated that houseplants are soft, but I don't mean that. I don't I just, mean that, man. Yeah, I just right. like field corn better because it produces food. I it's feel hard. like. I feel like the way we should end the shows from now on, maybe, is uh, like pick our coach of the week. Mm, I feel like it would be Dave Aranda. Oh, every time? He's every just, time. No, no, just, not not me. Not this week. No. Who, this who week, like? mine is uh, Dabo because, Dabo, I'm with you. These, you are these with Dabo. These fans need to appreciate you more. You're allowed to call Tyler an idiot and a smart ass. What's that guy's problem? <laughs> Dabo, you keep doing you. No, you don't need the portal. The portal's for losers. Keep building from within, man. Keep building for keep promoting from within. You I got this program on the right track. That's a fine it's idea, fun. Corey. You're right. Make sure you emphasize that he keep on doing what he's doing. And <laughs> yep, exactly. also, I think it's it's worthwhile for us to hear him rip fans after every game. So Dabo, Agreed. don't you disappoint this upcoming. None of year. them appreciate you, man. Ignore the yeah. eighty thousand fans that are wearing orange uh, on Saturday and how loud they are for your team. That's all bull crap. That's all bull crap. They don't. They don't like you. They don't appreciate you. Ben, Ben, can you just run us through who we got? Like, tell us the whole line. I want to pick. I want to pick my coach of the week. I'm leaning towards Shane Beamer because of the made up story about his kid. Completely but I, can you just tell, tell us who all we got, and I, I want to pick my coach of the week. Okay, this week we had Dave Aranda, Dabo Swinney, Deion Sanders, Mike Gundy, Jimbo Fisher, Jim Harbaugh, oh. Kirby Smart, Lane Kiffin, Pat Narduzzi, and Ooh. Shane Beamer. I was going to Lane. Lane, Lane Kiffin. It's Lane. Lane Kiffin. Yeah. That was yep. pretty, I think pretty I think all three of us are going. Yeah, with Lane. I'm taking back my Dabo vote. <laughs> I'm going Lane. Lane because there's no reason to ever talk about another team no. not achieving their goals <laughs> oh, except to make hilarious. fun of their stated goals. Lane Kiffin wins the week, everybody. Good job, Lane. Yeah, good right. job, buddy. Good job, Ben. Good job, Corey and Ira. Thanks to all of you for watching. Share it. Let everybody know about Coach Speak. We'll talk go, to you again next week. Go buy some Artesia water. You're damn right. Peace. <laughs>